BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free your brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Breaking news now. Here's Sean Hannity. All right, here we go as we uh, start the show today. Thank you for being with us. Let me give you my toll, our toll mine, our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN. All right, so the battle over the motion to vacate uh, pushed forward by Matt Gates that now has had a number of preliminary votes and the House now debating in the lead up to a vote on whether to oust Speaker McCarthy. My sources are telling me it's just too close to call whether or not that's going to happen or not. What's been interesting to watch in the lead up to this is McCarthy did not have to hold this vote today. Uh, He could have talk to Democrats and and cut a deal with them. He said, that's not an option for me. And he's just letting it go. And uh, right now, there's a a lot of angst and anger uh, among uh, the majority of Republicans against Matt Gaetz for doing this. Matt Gaetz uh, just got up to speak. Let's play this. Gentleman from Oklahoma's time is reserved. Gentleman from Florida. Mr. Speaker, my friend from Oklahoma says that my colleagues and I who don't support Kevin McCarthy would plunge the House and the country into chaos. Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. The one thing that the White House, House Democrats, and many of us on the conservative side of the Republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to. 
I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. I think that facing a $2.2 trillion annual deficit is chaos. I think that not passing single-subject spending bills is chaos. I think the fact that we have been governed in this country since the mid-90s by continuing resolution and omnibus is chaos. And the way to liberate ourselves from that is a series of reforms to this body that I would hope would outlast Speaker McCarthy's time here, would outlast my time here, and would outlast either of our majorities. Reforms that I have heard some of the most conservative members of this body fight for, and some of the reforms that we've been battling for that I've even heard those in the Democrat caucus say would be worthy and helpful to the House, like open amendments, like understanding what the budget is. We have been out of compliance with budget laws for most of my life, most of many of your lives. And by the way, if we did those things, if we had single subject bills, if we had an understanding on the top line, if we had open amendments, if we had trust and honesty and understanding, there would be times when my conservative colleagues and I would lose, might be a few times when we'd win, there'd be times that we would form partnerships that might otherwise not be uh, really predictable in the American body politic, but the American people would see us legislating. These last few days, we've suspended the momentum that we had established the week earlier, where we were bringing bills to the floor, voting on them, staying late at night, working hard. That's what the American people expect. It's something Speaker McCarthy hasn't delivered, and that's why I've moved to vacate the chair. I reserve. Gentlemen's time is reserved. Gentlemen from all right, let me, uh, let me know when we have Jim Jordan uh, queued up. Uh, as a matter of fact, we have it now. He just spoke a second ago. Let's go right to that. Ohio is recognized for three minutes. I thank the gentleman for yielding. On January 3rd, we said the 118th Congress is about three things. Pass the bills that need passed, do the oversight work that needs to be done, and stop the inevitable omnibus that comes from the United States Senate right before the holidays. Kevin McCarthy has been rock solid on all three. We have passed the bills we told the American people we would pass. 87,000 IRS agents, that bill, that bill passed. Parents' Bill of Rights, that bill passed. Energy legislation passed. Border security, immigration enforcement legislation, the strongest bill ever to pass the Congress, passed earlier this year. We have done what we told them we were going to do. We can't help but the Senate won't take up those good common sense bills. They'll have to answer to the American people come Election Day. Oversight. We have done the oversight that we're supposed to do. Because of our oversight, we know that parents were targeted by the Department of Justice. Because of our oversight, we know that 51 former intel officials misled the country weeks before the most important election we have. And because of our oversight, the Disinformation Governance Board at the Department of Homeland Security is gone. Because of our oversight, the memo attacking pro-life Catholics has been rescinded. Because of our oversight, unannounced visits to Americans' home by the Internal Revenue Service has stopped. That happened under Speaker McCarthy. And on the third one, on this side, of the, we know there's a big old ugly bill coming at the end of the year. All kinds of spending, all kinds of garbage in it. We're still in that fight. Frankly, to Matt's point, we don't know how that one's going to shake out. But we do know this. We do know this, on Saturday, we didn't take the Senate's bill. They tried to send over and shove it down our throats on Saturday. We didn't take that bill. And it was a tough position he was in. There were five options on the table last week. Option one was to send a long-term CR over there. That would have leveraged the 1% cut, something a bunch of us voted for, both parties. 
couldn't get the votes for that one. Second option was to focus on the one issue the country now is completely focused on, the border issue. We couldn't get the votes for that one either. But when the Senate tried to send us that bill, he said no to it. I think the Speaker has kept his word. I know my colleagues and friends are saying different. I think he has kept his word on those three things that we talked about on January 3rd, frankly, that entire week. He has kept his word. I think we should keep him as Speaker. I yield back. All right, so there's a lot of things that are going on here. So I'm, I'm literally texting with members right now that are on the, on the House floor as we speak. Uh, and Chip Roy, who will be with us at the top of the next hour, and Byron Donalds will be with us at the top of the next hour. Uh, he just wrote, I said, how does this end? He writes, it's going to be close. It is going to be close. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say. I, I just don't know. Now, the, a lot of people say, well, what happens if that happens? Um, I guess it's something we need to look at at this moment. But after these last-ditch efforts, uh, anyway, Republicans now went forward with the idea. It's, it's probably 50-50, maybe, maybe more of a likelihood McCarthy will be removed, according to, to some people, with the dynamics. Uh, some people speaking only on the condition of anonymity. So I'm not sure I would vote those people as a, in, in the push McCarthy out category. Uh, a majority of Republicans have vowed to renominate McCarthy to the position, not allow the House to adjourn until he retakes the speakership. Uh, many pointing out that there's a united front within the GOP conference to prevent anyone else from winning the speakership but McCarthy, though they realize that if the anti-McCarthy Republicans never flip, they're going to have to rely on Democrats to determine the speaker. Democrats you know what? If I was them, I'd sit back and I'd enjoy the Adam Schiff show and I wouldn't lift a finger to help anybody. And that's what I would advise Republicans to do at the time. Uh, McCarthy himself, this is under House rules, was required to turn over to the House clerk what is a list of members that could temporarily serve as Speaker of the House if, in fact, he is ousted from power or if the office becomes vacant the list is secret. The power would allow a lawmaker of McCarthy's choosing to temporarily exercise the powers of the speakership. The rules do require that the speaker uh, pro tem uh, must be a current member of the House. By the way, you don't have to even be an elected member of Congress to be speaker. The speakership is more than just one of the most powerful posts in Congress. The House speaker is also the second in line to the presidency after the vice presidency. Uh, congressional rules uh, expert did point out that this temporary speaker could theoretically remain in power. The speaker pro tem could stay in the chair. Uh, is just one of the, the many possibilities that could unfold here. The name that I've heard most often, although he just got up and spoke in favor of Speaker McCarthy, was, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Congressman, no, M, uh, what's his name, from, he's from Minnesota, Emmers, uh, from Minnesota, uh, anyway, so right now this is going to be close, according to the people. Here's what the votes that we're looking at, you know, Crane, Rosenberg, Biggs, Gates, uh, Good, and Burchette. Hard no. Unclear about Buck, Mills, and a few others. So, uh, it's going to be a close vote today. But I had to guess maybe they, they out, oust them by one at this moment. One, one of the things that's frustrating to me, and... And I know Speaker Gingrich is furious about this. He actually on Tuesday called for House Republicans to expel Matt Gates. I, look, I don't think tit for tat is the answer to this either. And the idea that Republicans would turn on another Republican and, and try and use 
an ethics violation that probably had its own political motivations behind it as the answer either. Um, it, what's frustrating is, on the one hand, Gates starts out with the proposition that is dead-on accurate. There was a promise to do appropriations bills. They didn't get them all done on time. And they shouldn't have taken the August recess, as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, frankly, the more time these people are out of Washington, I think the better off most of us are. But the 12 appropriations bill, you know, the, the, the beauty, if there's any good to take out of the 45-day extension CR, which was a, the worst CR of the three that were brought up, um, the, the beauty is they can get all 12 appropriations done and complete and, and therein satisfy what people that have been anti-McCarthy have been saying that they want. Um, you know, I've been listening to some of these guys and they've been even critical of Jordan and, and James Comer. And I'm like, well, that's really not warranted considering all that they've been able to discover uh, and expose uh, under very difficult circumstances because nobody in the Biden White House has been cooperative in any way, shape, manner or form. Uh, but Gingrich is even saying that the Republicans could expel Gates. That's not an option either. They don't have the margins to do it. One of the reasons we're in this position is because the margin of the Republican majority is that small. But I will tell you, at the end of the day, if they are seen as a party, you know, that can't get their act together, that's not going to end well for them or for anybody. Uh, and, and certainly not heading into an election year where all of them are up for re-election. So anyway, the what. What's what's going to be interesting to watch here is it whether, in fact, the Republicans, you know, what what they do here first and foremost. But what's frustrating to me is there were two opportunities two, for the Republicans to really get their act together and and get it and have a, con a continuing resolution that meant something. And and this is what Chip Roy and Byron Donalds and they'll join us again at the top of the next hour were very successful in putting together and threading a needle and, and doing a great job. The first one was an 8% cut in spending across the board with three exceptions, defense, homeland security, and veterans. 8% cut for 30 days to give time to finish the appropriations process, to me, was a good deal. It was, you know, the Gates flank that decided they didn't want to go along with that. I thought that was a good deal. And by the way, th that, they were all Freedom Caucus guys. Scott Perry, Byron Donalds. Chip Roy, these are solid, solid conservatives. Uh, the second one, they actually were going to cut a whopping, you know, 30% in spending. I mean, which is a, a massive amount of money. I, I have the exact uh, specifications here on, on what it is that they put forward. And, and I thought it worked. One, it would increase spending for the Department of Defense plus $28 billion in line with the debt deal. It would include funding for veterans and increase that $2.5 billion uh, and the Department of Homeland Security. But it also would have combined with H.R. 2. H.R. 2 is the Republican bill, which would be the giant step that would end Biden's open borders policies. And the two main goals that Republicans should be having as a result of, of this opportunity where they would otherwise have leverage if they stuck together is to fight for, demand, and not back down on the issue of fiscal responsibility, drastic cuts, getting rid of the, the, this previous, you know, uh, financial deal that was made, this omnibus deal that was made with Schumer and McConnell 
uh, back in December and and change that up front. That that would be the number one goal. The second goal has got to be to close our borders. And if they would pull that off, they'd be doing the country a great service and fulfilling their own campaign promises. But we'll see. Anyway, the debate is underway. Not sure how long that'll last. We'll follow it all throughout the afternoon. Full, complete coverage of all of this. Uh, we've got updates on what's going on. What do you hear with this judge uh, in this Trump case actually had to say in a speech at Queensboro College just a few years ago. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to lifelock.com slash news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at lifelock.com slash news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to 
to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, as spring unfolds, well, the warmer breezes, it is time to embrace the comfort of your own backyard. Look, folks, I have found a game changer for your home oasis, and that is the Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Now, this is the ultimate two-for-one deal. You get a luxurious hot tub that meets an elite exercise pool. This is not just relaxation. It's a first-class experience in the privacy of your own space. Linda knows from experience because she has the Michael Phelps Swim Spa from our friends at Master Spas. What's it like when you get in the warm, hot water? You know, it's so funny, Sean. Like when I first got this, I, I thought there's no way we're going to use this all year round. But we do. We use it all year round, whether it's 20 degrees out, whether it's 100 degrees out. That hot tub, that Michael Phelps swim spa, it is awesome every time. The kids love it. Anthony and I love it. And we're in it all the time. Great for exercise. Great for relaxing. We just can't get enough. And I highly recommend it for anybody because you'll get so much use out of it. 365. Just go to masterspas.com, enter the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner for up to $1,000 off your master spa. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand that I trust. That's masterspas.com. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. No four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Now, Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. So let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. It's simple, it's fast, it's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Let me, let me tell you the, the, the frustrating part from my, my point of view as I watch all of this is, and, and Donald Trump summed it up well uh, in a Truth Social posting this morning. Why is it Republicans are always fighting among themselves? Why aren't they fighting the radical left Democrats that are destroying the country? He writes on Truth Social. And it came during a break during his fraud trial, which, by the way, we, we, have, we have new news to break on that front today, which we will do. Um, and the reality is when you have a four-vote margin that is so tiny, and I've been saying this over and over again, that, and I've said this privately to many of these people that have disagreements, get behind closed doors, throw your phones, uh, you know, in the garbage somewhere outside, and get together and hammer out agreements. Because at the end of the day, it's not Republican policies that are hurting the country. What's hurting the country is what the Democratic, radical, climate alarmist, religious cult is doing to the country. And with a four-vote majority, sometimes three, based on circumstances, you, you don't have any margins to play with here. Less big government. This is the Sean Hannity Show. I, t- 
All right, 25 down to the top of the hour. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, you know, I understand the frustration of some people because they want to get back to what what Congress ought to be doing. There, there is a very valid argument to this, that we need to have an appropriations process as a matter of course, and, and that is funding 12 separate bills. So far, they have dealt with four of the 12. They haven't gotten the 12 complete. Now, the beauty of what Chip Roy and Scott Perry and Byron Donalds have done is they, they provided leading up to today, which would have rendered today irrelevant. And and frankly, I, I, I just think it's, it's just a bad look for the Republicans overall. I understand it considering the margin is tiny and small and, you know, everybody's got their own little agenda, you know, agendas going on. And I understand the principle of wanting to have appropriations bills. Okay, in a way, the people that have been fighting for that actually won that battle had they only just taken the bridge that was offered by conservatives of the Freedom Caucus, and that was Chip Roy, Byron Donald, Scott Perry. And that would have been an 8% cut immediately while they temporarily would up funding for the Department of Defense, Homeland Security for the borders, and veterans. Then they came up with a thirty. Then they came up with thirty percent across the board cut again with funding of those three priorities, and that that would have you know not required what we ended up with, which was a forty-five day continuing resolution at current spending levels. But if the goal here is, and the goal is noble, and the goal is right, and this is certainly worth fighting for, uh, if you want the appropriations bills that will deal with all of these issues the beauty is if the republicans can break this log jam within the house of representatives remember they have one half of one body of congress here one branch of congress and the beauty of it is that had they taken that bridge passed and and finished the appropriations bill process all of the issues surrounding securing the border hr2 all of the issues involving funding for defense, homeland security, border security, veterans benefits, and all of the necessary spending cuts so we can avoid $2 trillion in new debt uh, next year like we've had this year, uh, that that would have been a job well done and everyone could pat each other on the back with a massive win. Because at that point, as soon as they pass that bill with their with their small majority, and we still may get there, and I'm hopeful that we may get there. Uh, if we get there, then that means, okay, now the Senate's got to deal with this. I want the pressure on Mitch McConnell, not on the House of Representatives. The House is nowhere near the problem that the Senate is. The Senate is where the real problem is. But then you'd get conservatives in the Senate like Mike Lee and Ted Cruz and Rand Paul and Marco Rubio and others saying, uh-uh. We're going along with a House bill. Then they've got themselves a problem in the Senate. When they finally try to pass a bill, they will pass a bill with a lot more spending and a lot less border security. And then they go to a conference with the House. And at that point, the House can just hold firm. And then if anybody at that point is going to be responsible for, quote, the dreaded government shutdown that never really is dreaded. You know, it, it is it is all hype. It is all misinformation. And it's unfortunately, as as they 
fight amongst themselves here. This is the wrong place, the wrong time, the wrong fight, especially considering we had multiple off-ramps put together by some of the most solid conservative members in the House, uh, as supported by even Donald Trump, who has weighed in on this. And, and he's right in his comments. That, you know, why were, he actually took time from his own New York trial involving his business empire to actually put on truth social. Why are these Republicans fighting among themselves? Why are they not fighting the radical left Democrats that are the ones destroying the country? That's that 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 is where the focus and the fight needs to be. We might get there. You know, I'm not wringing my hands as all of this unfolds. You know, it's you know, sometimes you got to break a few eggs to get a good scrambled egg uh, uh, lunch there. Let me go to Steve Scalise, who just spoke. The majority leader, Mr. Scalise, is recognized for one minute. Mr. Speaker, thank my friend from Oklahoma for yielding. And when we go back to January, as many people have, we knew that it was going to be a narrow majority. We also knew that it wasn't going to be easy. How many of us came here because we thought this job was going to be easy? How many of us thought the task ahead of us to address the problems of this country was going to be easy? One thing we did know is that if we were going to finally start confronting problems that had been ignored for years and years and years, we had to change the way that this place worked. And one thing Speaker McCarthy embraced from day one is to start making those kind of changes to this institution, opening up the process, allowing members to be more engaged, having amendments come to the floor, single subject bills, doing appropriations bills. Yes, making that happen overnight is not something that happens automatically, but it started to happen and we are now seeing the fruits of it. Just last week, we had four different appropriations bills on this House floor, four different ones. Now those bills took weeks and weeks to finally get to the floor, going through an open committee process, hundreds of amendments, each one of them, where Republicans, Democrats could bring their ideas. And we debated those bills on the floor, some until after midnight, where members could actually participate in the process. This has been a broken process for a long time. But it's a process where we, if we're going to confront the problems that families are facing, because right now we need to resolve our differences inside this House chamber before we can then go and fight for those families who are struggling. But every single day across America, families are struggling with real problems that we're going to have to get back to solving. And those problems are real for them. It's inflation. It's the economy. It's high energy costs. It's an open southern border that doesn't just affect the border states. It's affecting every state, Republican districts, Democrat districts. Everybody knows it. And it can be ignored by the White House, but this House is the only body that started to take action. When we, with H.R. 2, and then with the border bill last week, and with over the action we took last week, over 70% of government funding passed out of the House. However, everybody voted, Republican or Democrat, this House passed funding for over 70% of the federal government's operation, and it's sitting over in the Senate where they've passed zero. And we're going to beat up each other and talk about our internal processes, and we need to get our internal processes working better. Start here. And if we don't focus these next 45 days, because that's what we've got in front of us, we've got two bills this week. We've got two more appropriations bills next week. 
And if we're going to be confronting those, we've got to stay focused on our mission. What the other side does, let's continue to put pressure on them. But we also need to put pressure on ourselves to do our job. And Speaker McCarthy's been leading at the top of the level to make sure that we have the tools to do our jobs in a different way than the House has done it before. This House is going to have to continue to make those changes. But the American people sent us here to confront those problems. We're finally starting to. This isn't the time to slow that process down. We need to keep doing our work. We need to keep fighting for those families who are struggling. But so does the Senate, and so does the White House as well. Let's keep doing this work that we were sent here to do. I yield back. Scalise, in many ways, echoing my comments that where the, where the pressure point needs to be is on that other body, the U.S. Senate, uh, because if the, House, if the House passes what is responsible and they make their case to the American people, they're going to win that debate. They're going to win it. They, they're, they're going to win it hands down. I uh, want to remind you, it's the 20th anniversary over my pillow. And by the way, you know what? New technology has now allowed Mike Lindell to tweak the original my pillow using this new technology. It's my pillow 2.0. Now it has the same patented adjustable soft fill that you love uh, in your original my pillow, but now the fabric is made with temperature regulating threads and the my pillow 2.0 that means it's the smoothest the softest and the coolest pillow you'll ever own in other words you ever wake up at night and you flip your pillow over because you want the cooler side of the pillow i do it all the time anyway you don't need to do it with my pillow 2.0 regularly 79.98 but with their 20th anniversary sale going on just 39.99 king size 10 bucks more my pillow 2.0 has that temp temp temperature regulating technology 100% made in the U.S., 10-year warranty, 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square, $39.99 for the queen size. You're going to love it. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. Um, anyway, so we're, we're just watching this unfold. Let me give you a little bit of a timeline. of. Um, um, uh, by the way, Chad is looking for the number to call in, by the way, Linda, if you can. Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the timeline is at some point, maybe in the next five or ten minutes, we're told what's scheduled anyway is they're going to have a vote, but it's not going to be an electronic vote, which means it's going to probably take a, a little bit of time, maybe as long as 30, 35, 45 minutes, somewhere in that area. Um, again, I'm, I'm guesstimating here, so I don't know for sure. Uh, also, throughout the day, one available when this debate ends and the votes start taking place, uh, it will get calls probably just off the House floor from people like Chip Roy and Byron Donalds and others. Uh, they're going to check in. Um, anyway, one other thing that I want to know. Now, we have yet to discuss that Hunter Biden, by the way, is pleading not guilty today to the gun charge against him. Ironically, we're told <laughs> that they're going to use the defense of the Second Amendment. Now, that's going to get interesting. However, these are the laws that have been supported by, you know, his own father. Um, it's it's really interesting. And this is I think is the uh, I, I want to play for you this judge in this case. Remember the judge yesterday notices he's on live TV. Oh, let me smile for the cameras. Let me look really good here. And remember that yesterday? Oh, OK. Well, that judge, by the way, just slapped a, a gag order because Donald Trump had said something about the clerk. Let me see what this says. This is just breaking as we speak. Uh, where is that? There it is. No, that's not it. 
Um, here it is. The judge issues the gag order in this case in New York on the, Donald Trump after the former president, quote, disparaged the key court staffer during his civil business broad trial. The judge issued the order, applies to all parties in the case. Anyway, by the way, Chad Pergram is uh, actually right outside the House chamber. He's been watching this in real time as we have. He knows all things Washington, D.C. more than anybody. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Whether or Not Speaker McCarthy Will Be Removed in the Next Hour. How are you, sir? Well, this is quite an unprecedented day here in Congress. Uh, at some point in the next couple of hours here, we will have uh, an, an answer to the fate of Kevin McCarthy, the current House Speaker. What they're debating right now is whether or not to force a vote to remove Kevin McCarthy. And at the end of this debate, what they will do is they will ask members to vote by their seats. They will call the roll uh, orally. Members will vote by name, as they're called, uh, alphabetically and say yes or no, did they support this motion to vacate the chair? This has not happened since 1910. And if that motion is adopted, then there is no Speaker of the House. Uh, things are absent. And by rule, what they're supposed to do is go in and then start electing a Speaker. This is much what happened in January. The House cannot function without a Speaker. You can't put other bills on the floor. You can't debate other well, things. Well, but I thought McCarthy also handed over a list. Well, you see, but that's the Speaker pro tem. We've never had that before, and that's basically based on a 9-11 contingency of government. So there will be a speaker pro tem who would oversee that debate of the election of the next speaker, whether it be Kevin McCarthy or somebody else. But that person is not – they can't do anything else except just elect a speaker. It, they, they can't move other bills and things like that. They have, the president of the House is to elect a speaker, and we've almost never been to this position in House history before. You know, I look at uh, President Trump's tweet on on Truth Social. Why is it Republicans are always fighting among themselves? Why aren't they fighting the radical left Democrats that are destroying the country? Um, and, and I tend to agree with him, and especially the timing of this, you know, frankly, couldn't be any worse, uh, especially when there were two resolutions put together by some of the most conservative members. I think you'd agree with me, Chip Roy and Byron Donalds and Scott Perry was a part of it. Freedom Caucus members, that one would have allowed an 8% cut uh, across the board, but for Defense, Department of Homeland Security, the borders, and veterans programs, uh, while they passed the 30-day CR so they could finish the appropriations process, and passing the 12 appropriations bills is, has been what Matt Gates has been complaining about the most, is it not? That's right. And, and that's where, you know, the acolytes and the loyalists to Kevin McCarthy have said, you know, this is going to inhibit any of our progress that we made here. We're not going to be able to fund the government. We're not going to be able to make some of the cuts that conservatives are demanding if we don't have a speaker. Uh, because, again, you know, the House can't act if there's no speaker. And there's a fear on the Republican side of the aisle that if this goes on for a few days or a few weeks, I mean, it's one speaker's election longest in 1855-56 took two months that you're going to wind up with some other speaker, a coalition speaker, maybe a Democratic speaker, because, again, it's not the most votes that win in the House. You have to have, this is the rule to elect a speaker, Sean, an outright majority of all members casting ballots for somebody by name. So you always hear me say it's about the math. So if they need 430, 433 current members right now, you need at least 217 members to vote for someone by name. And the fact that Kevin McCarthy has 11 on his side who won't.
they're able to outpace them on that on that uh, point. But they can't get to 217 either. So nobody knows how we get out of this cul-de-sac. I mean, this might go on for a while, frankly, if this next vote uh, goes the direction that is reflected in the vote earlier that uh, got us to this point. Let me let me ask you this, because I've, I've been speaking with members. They've been texting me while they're on the floor, even right now. And and the la- last text I got from Congressman Chip Roy said, you know, that he's looking at he says he thinks it's going to be close. I'm not so sure if it's going to be that close. You tell me if, if I'm right or wrong in my gut. And he talked about Crane, Rosenberg, Biggs, Gates, Good and Burchette, hard no unclear about buck mills and a few others so what is your count currently because you're right there on the ground you might have a better feel for it impossible to know frankly because we just we've never been to this area before and and members might vote presence they might not actually vote and so that changes the vote calculus here and so even if you you, you get a few of those uh, you know on board there you still still might not have the, the votes necessary to you know, get over this next hurdle here, let alone elect the speaker. See, that's why it's so dangerous. And the reason it's so hard to figure out what the magic number is is that you don't know how many people are actually casting ballots until the end of that vote. That requires some very complex parliamentary algebra. All right, so let's walk through possible scenarios. Obviously, it's easy if McCarthy is still the speaker. Then they move on with regular order, and they get back to the business of the people, Correct. Yes, but he is a weakened speaker at that point because, you know, this happened to him. Uh, you know, he had a four-seat majority. He was considered to be a pretty weak speaker going in because, uh, you know, it took 15 rounds back in January. And so, yes, but, you know, the, the first big problem would be where are these votes going to come uh, to fund the government? And- well, but the biggest argument that Matt Gates has been making, and by the way, in my view, it's a legitimate one. However, I, I, I thought that the short-term proposals which i didn't understand why conservatives opposed it there were two of them the first one was the one that i mentioned the eight percent cut and the second one the late latest one was even a little more hardcore and that was that was the 30 percent cut of the federal bureaucracy and increasing funding for defense and veterans benefits and the department of homeland security combined with hr2 and that was rejected as well why was that rejected well, because some of these members, they just don't want to vote for anything. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, Matt Gates used the term log rolling earlier, the idea that they put these bills together. That they should be individual bills. Uh, there's some members, and, and by the way, I don't know if you can, you're watching this. This is getting really heated on the House floor right now where Matt Gates is really having it out here, and there's a lot of booing from the Republican side of the aisle. And I'm just watching this in, in real time here, Sean. Hang on, let me put it up. Right now, and Sean, I have to interrupt here because the New York control room on the television. Yeah, you go ahead. I, you got to get back to TV. Let's go back to the floor of the House. Chad Pergram, thank you. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time. And you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you. I reserve. Once again, the chair would admonish those speaking from the floor to direct their comments to the chair. Gentleman from Oklahoma. Mr. Speaker, I would inquire as to how much time remains for each side. From Oklahoma controls three minutes. The gentleman from Florida has three minutes as well. Uh, I advise the gentleman from Florida I'm prepared to close if he is. 
Mr. Speaker, I yield the balance of my time to my great uh, friend from North Dakota, Mr. Armstrong. Gentleman from North Dakota, Mr. Armstrong, is recognized with the remaining three minutes. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Let's be clear why we're here. Because the incentive structure in this town is completely broken. We no longer value loyalty, integrity, competence, or collaboration. Instead, we have descended to a place where clicks, TV hits, and the never-ending quest for the most mediocre taste of celebrity drives decisions and encourages juvenile behavior that is so far beneath this esteemed body. Kevin McCarthy has done more in nine months to restore the People's House than any speaker in decades. We have done regular order. We have out had open amendments. And every single member of this chamber has the right, the ability, and the opportunity to be heard on the floor. It's been messy, it's been raucous, and at times it's been chaotic. And God bless every minute of it, because democracy is supposed to be hard. And because the alternative is a closed-door process where 2,000-page bills come out of the Speaker's office at midnight and are forced to the floor the next morning. Kevin McCarthy has broken that cycle. That alone is enough for him to remain our Speaker. But that doesn't deliver our, his opponents what they crave the most. Attention. We shouldn't stand for it. I won't stand for it. I will stand here with our Speaker, with our leader, that the overwhelming majority of our Congress supports. And you need to look no further than where the opponents are sitting today in this chamber. They're not over here, they're over there. So you have a very small minority of Republicans wanting to vacate the chair. Uh, the vote seems like it's going to be starting by the time we get back from break. We'll take a break. We'll come back the latest on this vote to vacate Speaker McCarthy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.